It's time for Tuesday Terror, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Founded in 1864 by Welsh immigrant Francis Griffin, Wormwood, California preceded the gold rush as settlers and immigrants tried to find other means of surviving in the rocky foothills below the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Griffin's passion was for absinthe, but his failure to create a thriving distillery for the wormwood-infused liquor gave way to the little town's best-known asset, its granite quarry. Black granite, quarried from the Wormwood Granite Works established in 1870, has been used for numerous cemetery monuments and buildings, including the Grand Masonic Lodge of California, and of course the famous Wormwood Library, in which Francis Griffin would eventually hang himself. I know, Sheriff, but he killed Jimmy Details. He didn't even try to force the demon out into the open before he- Oh, for the last time, Wayne, I'm not going to arrest Crow. For what? Killing a demon who fell into the body of a local kid? I can't bring the law into something like that. Crow did what he had to do. But it's just that- Yeah, 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 God damn it, I know. Sheriff, Wayne- we should get upstairs. Commander McQueen has teams circling the perimeter of town and closing in like an iris around the diner. Sure, Chip. You okay? We got him, Sheriff. <laughs> we got the demon. It's Miller time! Look at all these butchered vampires, Dr. Crow. We're standing on the sick carnage made from the bodies of monsters and... My townsfolk. Wayne... I, we didn't cross the streams and blast some giant marshmallow man back into an alternate reality. Right you are, deputy. To hell with beer. For heroes like us, warriors who battle nothing less than Assyrian gods, beer is hardly appropriate, no? I don't think so. We are supernatural Vikings! Xander, please don't rant weird. Not now. Not tonight. To the exorcism of one's personal demons and the tingling excitement of all new hellspawn itching to cram into the void. Let us drink disease and piss war, eh? To death, human and or otherwise. Look, that's enough, Crow. Nobody's holding you responsible for what happened to Jimmy. Justice might be hanging in suspense for that one. Oh, Wayne, give it a rest. Maybe he's right. It was a sacrifice Chimmy made. You didn't murder him, Xander. No. No. Of course not, except for the fact that I felt the muscles in his chest tighten around the blade when I stabbed him. I felt his ribs splinter and his sternum pop and buckle under all the fury I could cuff into him. I thought, even if it was just for a one revolting moment, that I'd like to grip his spine and yank a fistful of vertebrae out through that gaping hole my knife and fist tore into him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Crow, just stop talking. I had to be sure, you know. There was only one chance. You do understand. I had to be sure that I stopped a Adramalak from getting into... Listen, I... I don't pretend to have any idea what happened in this town. But I do think that you stopped it from getting worse, and I do believe that, Crow. Right! Right! Of course I did just that. I did what I had to do, and that was it. That was it. That was it! An ap- 
apocalyptic plan set in motion centuries ago, foiled by an awkwardly knuckled headbanger who breathed through his mouth. He saved Sparrow, you know. He might have saved us all. All I did was stab a meat vessel. He's just jealous that he didn't save the day by himself. That's what's happening now. It was never about me. And it's not about Jimmy's death, it's about... Sparrow, day one, these Rue Goldberg machinations of Baal and Dremelak led you to this. This! Where is it? It was here before. I saw it rolling in a puddle of blood. What are you looking for, Crow? I think you know exactly what I'm looking for, Agent Drexel. The agency wouldn't embark on this level of spectacle merely to save all human life. No trophy for 86ing the apocalypse. Commander McQueen insisted that I secure the object. Ah, there is indeed something tangible to be had. Involvement validated. Open your bag, Chip, and give it back. And Dremelak wanted you here, Sparrow, because you are the key to this mythic object of Wormwood. I'm supposed to receive its signal. Yes, that's it precisely. The object is an arcane transmitter. But you've been in its presence before. And received nothing. The house I rescued you from. Where I talked Jimmy into cutting your hand off. Yes, Phineas Tibbet's old haunted house. It never was his antique box or his rules for guarding it. Being a guardian was about biding time. It was never the hand and the object. Never me and... It was you and me. It was you. Adramalek was intent to tune you directly to the frequency. Xander. He did. He whispered strange things in my ear when I was alone with him. What he said actually hurt me, physically. Now I can hear static and words under it. I don't know the language. Doesn't sound like anything remotely human. But you couldn't understand a word? I have a strong feeling that I do. But that's okay, because you won't ever tap into it, will you? I'd go as far as to say that this object has been neutered. What if I can't control myself? You give my stubbornness a humiliating beatdown. No, you can handle it, Sparrow. All we have to worry about is the pull the object has on this world. There has been and always will be a horrific draw to it. People and... Weir things and vamp things and whatever other things that lurk in the shadows will continue to want the object even if they don't know what it can do. Nobody has ever known. And look around at all this gruesome mess. What does it do? Adremelech said that it can... Shut up, Sander. Don't tell anyone. And quit waving it around me. Give it back to Agent Drexel. Please. Let the SNSA board it up and bury it someplace with 24-hour armed security, like the Ark of the Covenant. Please. I don't think so. I don't have any bloody idea what to do with it, but I don't... It will be safe with us, Crow. But I can't allow it to fall into the hands of those who will dissect it. It's too dangerous to investigate, and that's what the SNSA will do. Then tell us what the object can do. Crow, Sparrow, this is too important to be kept a personal secret. No, Sparrow's right. It needs to be buried in ignorance and darkness. Put back in the black granite. 
Do you guys feel that? All the hairs on my arms just stood on end. I feel it too, Wayne. The freezer is electrically charged. Hmm. Psychic friction. Well, maybe you should give that thing to Chip. Something seems to be happening here. I see. The pull of the object remains. Everybody has ideas. Even I won't let it go. Back off! I don't feel right. It's not over, Xander. This thing is heating up! Ah, son of a bitch! Skull! The object is turning into a sun! No, not a sun, a fallen star! Fuzzy-like magnetic resistance, fuzzy-like tension, repulsive and sexual. I've missed it so, so much. The love of my life. Nobody look at the light! Oh my god, I looked at it. Am I gonna go blind? Or worse, will I see hell on earth from here on out? Just don't look directly at it! Oh my god, she's bleeding. Sparrow, you're bleeding. Where's the blood coming from? She's drenched. You can see that, Deputy Sparrow. Look look at me. Look away from the light. It's coming from her eyes. Not just her eyes. I, I don't see a wound. I don't see... I, I didn't see anything happen. I, 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 don't, I don't think she can hear me. Sparrow! Crow, grab her. She's about to collapse. What is this, some kind of a seizure caused by that light coming off the object? I don't know, Sheriff. Chip? If he doesn't know, you think I do? Shut up, you fools! Sparrow, Sparrow! What is this? What is happening to you? Talk to me, Sparrow, Sparrow. What the bloody hell is going on? Sparrow has been weaponized. Don't spin this to the agency's benefit. Doc, how can we help? I don't know. I don't know what this is. I... Is he still with her? Yes, ma'am. He's been down in the freezer for the past two hours, alone with her. I, I don't understand what happened. Is this some play of a drama that we didn't see coming? It's hard to say. Crow won't let anyone down there with him. So you're saying that we don't have the slightest idea what he's doing to her? No, ma'am. You can hear him talking every now and then, but you can't make out any of his words. As far as we can tell... It's a one-sided conversation. Maybe they aren't words meant for us. Thank you, Sheriff. But personal intimacy gets pushed aside when it comes to human security. We're going to have to go down there and... Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I dropped my cell phone when I was part of the Wormwood Anti-Vampire Brigade, and I went back to get it. I thought he was going to kill me. We'll have to take our chances, Deputy. I told you that you should check your messages at the station. I still haven't heard back from Irene. She should have made it to her friend's house by now. Look, I'm sure she's fine, Wayne. Irene's a tough cookie. And, and stop it with all the talk that Crow wants to kill people. Lady Justice is still undecided. And the object, is it still there with the two of them? Yes. Okay, I'll go to the freezer myself. It's these steps here? I'll come with you. I'll go alone. Thanks, Agent Drexel. Watch the bloody steps. We slaughtered more vamps than the two Corys and Josh Hartnett combined. 
If you wanted to impress me, Deputy, you should have killed more vampires than James Woods. In my book, the best vampire killer on celluloid. Follow my voice back to this bloodied freezer and we'll go. Don't get swallowed up by a demon's last act of desperation. Remember, you don't do anything anybody or anything wants you to do. All we have to do is switch off that receiver and then it'll all be gone. You've trapped the signal, closed it off inside. It's it's you now, so we end it with you and we, we end it for good. Once you open your eyes, once you squeeze my hand, once you sit up, once we get the hell out of this town, once it's you and me, it'll be over. But I don't know how. Feel my hand, Sparrow. Listen to my voice. I know that you're still here. And you're the only thing I love in this goddamn world, Anna. So tell me what I need to do to save you. And the rest of this place in the process. Sander. Her, uh, her hands are constantly moving. They're practically vibrating. I take it the SNSA is here for my report? Tell me what happened with Sparrow. She's uh, pushing at her physical scenes with some sustained voltage. Dramalek spoke into her ear. He did something. Agent Drexel told me that these symptoms might have been dormant until she was faced with the object. What sort of trigger do you think... The object is dull weight. You want it for your mantle? It's right over there by... Jimmy Details. Okay. But she's the object now, isn't she? It's been transferred into her physical form. Transferred. Interpreted by... Received. Do you know what she's meant to do with what she's received? It's not your problem. It's mine and hers. And I won't tell you or anyone else for that matter. Go on and meet her your excitement. We can help her, Xander. You know I have the resources. If anyone had an inkling of an idea of how delicate our notion of existence has become, no, forget it. She would never be safe. You can trust me, Xander. I can't lose her. If I get pushed down this path yet again, I won't survive. I know, Xander. So you know that I won't leave her? I won't ask you to, and I don't want you to. But let me move you both somewhere more comfortable. There's a cot at the station. I slept on it when I was having problems with... I thought I said that I was coming down here alone, Sheriff? Yeah, well, Crow's my friend. How are you feeling, Harmony? Better. I think there's something wrong with my taste buds. These crackers taste like cardboard. Oh, um, so those are communion wafers? I I couldn't find anything else. (laughs) Oh my god! I don't think it's, like, sacrilegious or anything if it's not part of the, the, like, ceremony, mass, whatever. And after what we've been through, I I didn't think anybody was going to care. It's really over, then? I don't know. Wayne said that they had the object and this demon guy that Crow was afraid of was gone. Those government guys are cleaning up all the vampires, and the werewolves have scattered. It's all so surreal. 
You ready to ask me? Ask you? I know you've been waiting for the right time. Till I'm feeling better. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you woke up and Rachel was gone. It was you again. You know, it's harder to digest this than the little community thingies. I should be furious with you, Kidder. I mean, were you this sad when you thought I was gone? Or were you just so excited that Rachel was real again and you guys could... Oh my god. What? You guys didn't... Did you guys, you know, when I was... No! No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. I... Yeah, I think I know. I saw it, you know? You saw what? Rachel's murder. It was... It was horrible. You have her memories? Some. A little bit. They're kind of like dreams, you know? Like, the more you try to catch them, the more they slip away. Oh. But I do know some things. I know she wanted to say goodbye to you, Kidder. Then why didn't she? She couldn't? Or didn't? I don't know. It was her time. Past her time. She had to go through her death again and move on like she was supposed to. She stayed around here. For me. I know. She stayed for me. She loved me. She was in love with me. And and I, I didn't know or I didn't want to. But the thing is... She left something for you. She did? What? I don't know. Not exactly. I mean, it's like a memory. But I know it's meant for you. I think she kind of pushed it on me before she left. What's the memory? There's a box under her bed. That's all I know. Cryptic? That's what I get for playing Ghost Whisperer. Just go and get it, Kit. See whatever fate awaits you. Now that we're clear of all the monsters and that. Thanks, Harmony. And for the record, Kit? Yeah? You're cute. <laughs> and we could have had a thing, maybe. Don't sell yourself short, you know? <laughs> um. Go. I just thought you needed to hear that, you know? From someone who still has a pulse? <laughs> I, I, okay, I mean. <laughs> They're so cute when they stammer. <laughs> Go on, Kidder. Bye, Harmony. Bye, Jake. See you when I see you. In the summer of 1913, Denise Griffin Wentworth was forced to close the quarry after two workers lost their lives in an accident. Some say the deaths are attributed to the discovery of a rare archaeological find deep in the quarry, but no record exists to support this claim. Mrs. Griffin Wentworth, presumably stricken with grief over the loss of the quarry workers, became a religious recluse, claiming publicly that Wormwood was cursed land. In fact, the many new people who lived in the area before Griffin's arrival called Wormwood Coyote's Footprint, in reference to their creation myth in which Worldmaker created the beautiful landscape and the trickster called Coyote followed him, ravaging his creation, creating the dangerous rocky terrain in the foothills. 
still sleeping. I would be too, but I decided to head out into town to help Chip and the SNSA start on the cleanup. It's a beautiful morning. Blue skies, birds chirping. Still kind of smells funny. But I guess that's bound to happen when you get this many dead bloodsuckers littering the streets. And oh my unholy Bubba Nosferatu, you should see how many we were really up against. We're building the 76 petrol Kong-sized pyre out in front of the library. It turns out vampires only burn by the sun for a short while. They don't actually turn to dust and drift into the sunrise. I guess that makes sense. So what you get is this nasty, half-charred corpse. we got to get rid of this mountain of fanged carcasses somehow, so I mentioned a pyre. A vamp pyre. <laughs> and the agency told me to head it up. This is like when Judge Reinhold was made the Beverly Hills Deputy Director of Operations for Joint Systems Interdepartmental Operational Command. Okay, well, I have to go. We're ready to light her up. managed to break the combination on Deputy Drexel's safe in his man cave. The combination was 1989, which I deduced right after he cocked his shotgun and announced, Wait till they get a load of me, a la Jack Nicholson and Batman. As expected, he does indeed have a special hidden stockpile of... Bloody hell! Sparrow! Sp Sparrow! Why are you writing on the walls in your own blood? What's gotten into you, Sparrow? Please, tell me what I can do. Rjaldi des yorbs obulegursam, kasaram urela kabapir. Sparrow! Xander, please, need to, need to desonreju kabermiadna. Please, write. Write? Write? Write a pen. Wait a moment. Go no iad pil desonto. Sobo ipam. Here, here. I have a pen and some paper. Use this. Can you? Yes, yes. Just wrap your fingers around it. I'll wipe away the blood. Don't you worry. I'm going to leave you for a moment, Sparrow. Will you be okay? Yes. Yes. Sheriff, it's Crow. We need paper and pens, lots of both. Yes. What? Fine, send one of the boys then. Just get me the supplies I asked for, Sheriff. I believe Sparrow's life depends on it. around? Vampires? No? Mrs. Nolan? All right. Okay, then. <sighs> kind of weird. I'm in Rachel's room. This is not weird at all. She's been dead for months and months now. Okay. A box under the bed. Let's see. Tennis racket. Slippers. Old-fashioned magazines. Wait. I see you. Come here. 
It's a box, all right. Okay, Rachel, I am opening your box. A weird invasion of privacy. Your high school non-friend told me she dreamed this, so this is not creepy at all. I'm looking at papers and tickets. Are these? Oh, bus tickets for after the school year ended. Two tickets to San Francisco. Oh, wow. Oh, Rach. I wish you were here. It looks like there's a little note here, too. Is this okay to read? Dear Jacob, I know you complain about not wanting to leave Wormwood sometimes. You listen, listen patiently while I talk about my dreams of running off to Los Angeles and being an actor. You don't argue with me or tell me I shouldn't go. But here's the thing. I couldn't go without you. That's right. I can't imagine my life without you. All the glamour and fame would be nothing without my best friend. I love you, Jacob. And I am writing this now in the hope that one day soon, I'll have the courage to give this to you and ask you to come with me on our next adventure. Maybe it's naive of me. Maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic. But I think the reason you don't dream of leaving Wormwood is because you haven't allowed yourself to. So I guess I'm hoping I can take your hand and lead you out of this tucked away hiding spot. Not forever. It's still our home, I know. But maybe just for a bit, for an adventure, the two of us on the road. I can't imagine anyone else I'd rather have by my side. I, I love, love you, Jacob. Jacob. I, I always have. have you. Light me up inside with your smile and your wit and your kindness. Now let me be your guiding star. Love, Rachel. P.S. Was that guiding star part too corny? <laughs> Please don't tell me if it is. Please don't roll your eyes while reading this, because if I'm brave enough to stand by you while you read this, I'll totally know if you thought it was cheese ball. <laughs> for coming, Special Agent. I'm not usually in the delivery service, Doctor, but the Commander ordered me to assist you however I can. I'm grateful. But I have to say, I don't understand how this is helping. Nor do I expect you to, Elijah. Is it automatic writing? Is she communing with a spirit? No, she's received a signal. It's... Something beyond anything we can understand. It is the language of creation, the atomic structure of reality. And the writing helps? Language, Wojtek, is an abstract. If I say the word rock, you think of a rock. But I am not actually showing you a rock. I am constructing a sound that you learn to associate with the object. The demon Dramalak wished to destroy the world. Sparrow was the vessel for recreation. How do you disarm Apocalypse? You write it down? You turn it into a story. And then it's only a thing about a thing and not the thing itself. It's all riddles to me. Xander. You're doing wonderfully, Sparrow. Keep it up, keep it up. There's so much. Too much. But I can fix it. No! No, Sparrow. It's essential you do not change a thing. We have no idea. 
You mean she could... She could bring Deidre back? You can't tamper with this, Voite. She could save the girls you failed to save. Stop this whole thing from ever happening. Yes. No. We can't. No. We can't. We can't use the power of creation for selfish gain. Isn't that right, Crow? Yes. No matter how tempting it might be, we've all had losses. But they're part of what make us who we are. They're part of what allows us to grow. You were raised by hippies, weren't you? It's a very special episode of Oprah, but yes. Yes, of course you're right. And we can't risk Sparrow. She's she's come too far for this. So, we just sit here and she writes. Yes. She writes until the tale is told. Excuse me, is this where I would catch the bus to San Francisco? It surely is, son. You new to Lionsville? Oh, no, ma'am. I'm, I'm from Wormwood. So sad what happened there. I hear they're still clearing out the toxic chemicals. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Good thing you got out of there, Jake. What? I said it's a good thing you got out of there. That's weird. I thought you said, well, it's just... You sounded like a friend of mine for a minute. A really good friend. Someone you're leaving behind? Oh, I'd like to think she's with me still. Watching over me, you know? Then I'd tell her... I'd tell her thank you. I'd tell her she's my guiding star. She sounds like a very good friend. The best. So... Are you heading to San Francisco, too? I sure am. My daughter lives there. She's got us tickets to the Jimmy Details concert. Oh, that's... that... the what? That... what, was that some kind of tribute thing? Oh, I don't know what they call these things. Well, off we go. Can... can I give you a hand with your bag? I thank you, young man. I do hope you have a good trip. Thanks, ma'am. I'm sure I will. It, it's an adventure. Whatever comes next. I'm going to have some serious carpal tunnel problems. <laughs> Small price to pay for creating the world, Sparrow. Where is everyone? It's four in the morning. Everyone is asleep. Xander, I need to tell you. This translation is... The story of the world. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's over. The story really is done. Yes, to this point. I can't hear the static. And the object has turned into a shell of occult memorabilia. And the SNSA gets their meaningless trophy. I could have written anything I wanted. You know that, don't you? I know. But did you? Did I change anything? Not really. I wrote exactly what I wanted. Not really. Sparrow, tell me you didn't alter anything. Tell me that you put everything back the exact way it always was. Relax, boss. I wrote it all the same. More or less. <laughs> you are teasing me. You don't have enough faith in me. But I do. More than I do with anybody else in your world. Sparrow, I was worried about you. I thought I'd lost you. If you're going to get all sentimental, maybe now's a good time to start talking about my raise again. Let's talk tomorrow. You need to sleep. Mm-hmm. I give you the world, and you can't give me an extra buck fifty an hour. <laughs> Figures. Cute. <laughs> now get some sleep, Sparrow. Where are you taking the pages? It's a book, isn't it? It belongs at the library. But all that work, all that pain, all the power of the words it contains. Precisely why it can't stay here. A kiss for my world maker. Sander, don't. I'm all sticky with blood and... I couldn't be happier that you came back to me. The world was threatening to mean absolutely nothing. Dr. Xander Crow. Do I... Do I know you? Ah, no. My name is Abacus Bressier of Bressier Antiquities in Tahoe. I read your book. I am a big fan. Normally, I read lighter fare, but you have always intrigued me. Here is my card. What are you doing out here? It's late. Wormwood is an exciting place to be. Yes, indeed. Wherever the SNSA goes, it serves my business well to follow. You never know what might turn up in their wake. Okay. What do you have there? Is it a book? It's kindling for the fire. 
pity you burned it. I would have liked to have read it. I do hope that it was not a discarded draft of your latest work. No, I didn't write this one. Ah, I see. Very well, then. Yes, very well. Abacus! Abacus! Quit your dawdling and get in the car. One of the soldiers you paid off found a discarded hand of glory. Yes, Miss Ginter, I'm coming. Good day, Doctor. And good luck to you, sir. A real hand of glory. Marvelous. Now I wonder if Miss Ginter picked up the beef jerky as I asked. And on that note... I wonder if Sparrow is ready for a spot of traveling. With the railroad passing it by, and with the quarry closed, Wormwood faded into obscurity, maintaining a small population unafraid of the threat of curses. They are a quiet, dignified lot. After the fires and the hazardous chemical spill that have rocked the town and put it back on the map, people have begun to ask, what's it like to live in Wormwood? The answer is simple. It's like anywhere else you'd want to call home. There's a sheriff driving down the dusty back roads keeping an eye on you. There's a school teacher who won't let you forget your homework. There's a diner where the waitress brings you all the homestyle fixings you crave. People you meet on the street smile and wave. They know your name. No one's a stranger in Wormwood, California. It's not the same anymore, of course, but perhaps one day it will be. On the walls. Of all the carnage I've seen in the past... Wait, what... What day is it? I'm not even sure what month it is, but, but this blood. What language is this? Oh, uh, this is creeping me out more than anything. Sheriff Bradley? What? Uh, oh, Special Agent Wojtek, what's the latest? We've cleared the perimeters. We have a few artifacts, and we caught a stray wolf. But it appears that most of them have withdrawn to Lionsville. That's our next stop. I came to say goodbye. Commander McQueen sends her regards. Does she now? Well, great. So can you tell me, Wojtek, with you folks leaving, who do I bill for this mess? Good news on that front. The chemical spill cover story we spun has been pinned to a corporation that we've been getting the goods on. They were mobilizing ghosts as a night shift labor force. They're going to pay for the cleanup in Wormwood as a little bit of barter. Well, now, I thought I'd heard and seen everything at this point. You never failed to surprise me, Wojtek. Any other shocks in store? Just one, Tom. I'm heading back to the SNSA. Oh, hell. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Chip. I guess I'd hope you'd stay on and work with us here. You're a good man. Are you... Are you taking Wayne with you? I know he really wants to. We're not really sure Wayne is... Agency material. Wojtek, mind if I have a moment with Tom? Sure. Sheriff, thank you for the good work. We'll be in touch. Wayne's a good man, Chip. He is, and he's needed here. You two work well together. And, well, I love my cousin, but... Holy Armageddon, Tom! You should have seen that fire! Woohoo! It just went up like God lit a match and tossed it down from heaven! Woo, yeah! Think the SNSA will let me round up some wolves in Lionsville? Wayne, I... No way, Wayne. You're not going anywhere. I need you right here. 
We've got a lot of work to do, and I need my right-hand man. That's not Crow. Crow doesn't even have a right hand, Wayne. I'm talking about you. Who else can I count on to keep an eye on this Elsa Bloomington gal who says she, she wants to rebuild her father's farm? I don't like the way she's looking at those cows, Wayne. And who else can I trust to make sure that Sister George doesn't get out of hand now that she's taken to carrying around that broadsword during her services? I can only think of one man who's perfectly suited to deal with our unique little problem, so will you do it? Yes, sir, Sheriff. I'm on the job. Oh, man, I need to call Irene and tell her the news. Irene! Oh, shoot! Thanks, Tom. Nothing doing, Chip. I need my deputy here. Where is Crow anyway? Oh, he and Sparrow rented a car. I think they're on their way out of town now. Back to Los Angeles, I imagine. Now that whatever conflict they had with the local mob seems to have worked itself out, I, I guess there's no reason for them to stick around here. I don't think it'll be the last you ever hear from. Oh, dear Lord, Sheriff, I need the keys to the gun cabinet. Wayne, what for? What's going on? I need a shotgun. I need shells. Now slow down. Tell me what happened. I forgot that I hadn't checked my voicemail. Is, is Irene okay? So I told her to take the Justice Cruiser, um, I mean the Buick, and go to her friend's house on the other side of Lionsville. Irene's pretty good with a battle axe, but I just didn't want her boarded up at home all by herself. Turns out, she got in an accident along the way. There was something big in the road. A werewolf, maybe. I don't know. She didn't describe it too much. I keep telling her that the details are always important. I mean, if we're going to be this power duo, we have to be able to... Uh, never mind that stuff, Sheriff. That's kind of personal thing between... Is Irene okay, Wayne? She swerved and crashed into this old wooden shack just past the shoulder. And get this. She falls through the floor and into some kind of underground bunker. Irene says it looks like some kind of laboratory. Well-funded, clearly the kind of place that might be conducting human-animal hybrid experiments. What the... Wayne, did you bump your head during the past few days and not tell anyone? This... this was all on her voicemail, but you were only out of the office for... Sheriff, I would be honored to be your right-hand man, but I have to put that on hold for the time being. I'm off on a rescue mission to save my Irene. Irene's voicemail said the power suddenly came back on the bunker. Something could be starting back up again. For the first time, Sheriff, I think I'm going to miss this place. You're welcome in my town anytime, Chip. time, Sparrow. What? You never drive. Not since you lost a hand. I don't want to coast on my disability for too long. I've got to rise above my handicaps. Hmm. Are you cutting down on the booze, too? <laughs> Listen, Sparrow, I've got this feeling that you've done something. Me? Why, boss, I would never. Mm-hmm. But I don't care what you might have tried to do. I will never cut down on the booze. As soon as I get the urge to drink again, I will earn an Oscar. So, that 12-year-old bottle of Kentucky straight bourbon that Bradley gave you as a gift is just going to sit in the bottom drawer of your filing cabinet, waiting for the day some dame walks into your office? Maybe you could share it with me. Sure. Okay. 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 And if you're willing to drive back to Los Angeles, 
by all means. You do know which side of the road to drive on, don't you, boss? A filing cabinet in an office, eh? We're in business, aren't we? Never were out of it. You know, what we need to do is move it from our apartments and into an actual business space downtown, sign a lease and all that official mumbo-jumbo. That takes money. Money away from my long overdue raise. (laughs) Ha, Sparrow! I might write another book. Hmm, ah, there's money. Since you've conjured images of hard-boiled noir, the wheels are turning. Stop them. I would definitely want those neat, noirish blinds on my office window. Blinds. Shadows are everything, Sparrow. I want good shadow definitions, you understand? Of course. Good. And you could have your hacker's computer set up just outside my door? Still the assistant, I see. Speaking of my office door, I want fogged glass that I can see silhouettes through. Xander, Hmm? either drive or kill me now. doesn't have much to offer the world, but it's my home, and we are all in so many ways being forged in the home fires, honing on the good, the bad, the strange. And now I, the scion of Wormwood, rise up and take the stage before you, where I will bring you to the razor's edge of metal mayhem, as created by the town that never said die, where I am Jimmy Details. I'm here to melt your face with my white hot metal. This is my resurrection tour! Chapter 8. Written by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Wormwood Revelation is a serialized mystery podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC. The Wormwood cast includes Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy, Rob Grindliger as Sheriff Bradley and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Commander McQueen, and the Wolf Queen, Nicole Brayburn as Deidre Frost and Harmony Barrister, Ben Boodman as Chip Drexel and Bishop Grail, Zachary Folks as Adramalak and Colin Crane, Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel, David Acampo as Jacob Kidder, Morgan Walsh as Sister George, Samantha Turk as Henry Howe, Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Elijah Wojtek, Ryan E. James as Miss Ginter, and Joe J. Thomas 
as Abacus Bressier, Hank Mason, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music composed by Todd Hodges. Audio recording engineered by Greg Wilkinson. The Wormwood writing staff includes Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Paul Montgomery, and Tiffany K. Whitney. Executive producers David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Please visit www.wormwoodshow.com for episode guides, cast and crew information, and other original content. Season 1, The Drowned Woman, Season 2, Crossroads, and Season 3, including Five Fingers of Glory and Portraits, are available online now. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed your stay in town. the world. This may sound crazy, but I woke up, and I was alive. And I knew this meant I had a greater destiny, and that's why I'm on stage tonight, in front of all of you. But you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my friends, one in particular. Her name is Sparrow. She's the most brilliant mind I've ever known. And she's a great writer, too. She wrote this big diary, right? But then she burned it. But what she didn't realize is, I kept the page. I mean, I had to. That kind of brilliance shouldn't go to waste. In fact, in fact, I turned it into a song. So, do you guys want me to sing it for you? Rock on! All right, this one goes out to Sparrow, wherever she's flown today. I hope I can right and do it justice, because some of these words are so hard to pronounce. Alright. Let's hit it. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Thank you for listening to Tuesday Terror right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, the Saturday Story Circle for kids and family alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. This is the Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.